Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Epp. It is January 31st, 2022. This is your post-Raw review here at Fightful, brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check out NordVPN. Save 70% off your order and get an additional month free. There is so much going on. I haven't been on a show since last Wednesday, but we got Royal Rumble this past weekend. There was a great review there. How about two great reviews? One on Fightful Select, one on Fightful. Denise did her own even, by God. There's so many. Uh, we had a ton of Royal Rumble scoops on FightfulSelect.com. And how about this? I'm going to have a probably a series of stories over the next couple days on the Royal Rumble that are very interesting. We got Denise with us. Denise, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Sean. Happy to be here. You combed your hair today. I did. I brushed it. I, I don't have a comb, but you know, I, I was going to say it looks a lot more put together. I well, I got a haircut last week because I was going out oh. in public. So <laughs> okay, you know, but Sean, be, being looked at by thirty thousand people on any given show, like that we do any podcast that we do, isn't enough. But you know, if I'm going to go experience people in person, I got to. So wait, hold on. You only, okay, so you don't mind looking not so great in front of all the people, but in person, you want to look bad. That doesn't make any sense. Shouldn't you want to um, look good both, both, Denise, like both ways? I work about 10 feet away from my bed in a city of 200 people. And you know yes, what? Yes, I'm fully aware. Everybody can deal with it. Guys, let's saying. leave a thumbs up on this video. Let's send super chats. Let's send humper chats. Especially ones like this. Drew Scott says, here's my donation to your Super Bowl fund. As one who witnessed with uh, two with the Giants, get ready for a roller coaster of emotions you can't imagine come game day. I'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, Joseph says, congrats, SRS, and all of the Bengals faithful. Who day? Uh, buddy, I still, ha I still feel like somebody's going to come along and say, no, just kidding. Not really. I have never known this feeling. My God. Uh, guys, get in your Super Chats here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. You can also get in your Humper Chats over at Humper Chats. 
Fightful.com. That is a PayPal platform. We would greatly appreciate it. Fightful is publicly funded by people like you. Leave a thumbs up. That stuff really helps. Look at that. Nerd Groove at the Super Bowl Fund. Listen, all I got is like $18,000 more and I'm I'm there. Wait, are we legitimately sending in Super Chats and are they going to count towards your Super Bowl Fund? I doubt it, but I wish. I really wish. Have uh, you like talked about it with anybody in particular? No. Who, Jimmy? No. Yeah. no. I was going to say, I don't want to call out Jimmy. I, I think he, he made like an offer to it, that he would front me the money and it would be deducted from future paychecks. And I'm like, I'm trying to buy a house, bro. I can't do that. What about this? What about a loan with 0% interest? No. Paid? Listen, no? 18 grand? I'm sorry. No, no thanks. It's not 18 grand. I checked. You can get Super Bowl tickets for like 7000 or less. Or did it oh, go up oh, since and, then? And then when the you cheap, go, I'm talking the cheap seats though. Like I'm talking I know. seats. When you go to checkout, it's two thousand dollars in processing fees because it's a it's done by a percentage. Oh yeah. All right. Oh, so yeah. let's say you get the cheap seats. That's seven thousand dollars plus two thousand dollars plus everything else that you need to get there. So you at least need like ten thousand dollars, maybe more. I mean, I wouldn't be going alone. I would have more fun. So then you get double twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay, I yeah, I get where you're I'd rather buy a car. A I'd rather buy a car and own it for that amount. So, sorry. I mean, the most money I've ever spent on something was a thousand dollars for tickets, but that was two tickets and it was front row. So, yeah, it's not looking good, Sean. It isn't. Well, I, you know, I'll be, I'll be <laughs> fine watching it with my friends. Uh, my God, guys, you guys are uh, sending in plenty of super chats. Chad Zuber says, "Any truth about?" Riddle being a rumble fave and hate on Shane. Uh, FightfulSelect.com tomorrow. Hate to uh, uh, like kind of shill in your super chat, but I, I, I'm i actively engaged in conversations about this. So I'm, I'm still working on it, but I'm going to have, quite frankly, a lot of Royal Rumble scoops over the next couple days because, oh boy, was, was it wild and it was a mess. Shauna says, Sean, you'll feel how I feel. After or I felt after my Red Sox beat the Yankees in the 04 AC or ALCS, the feeling is real. Congrats! It is it is special. Rob Reed says, "Congrats, Sean. I think this I was five the last time Bengals were in the Super Bowl." And J.K. Schwal says, "Not raw related, but the toy hunt with all ego was incredibly funny. Glad you all enjoyed it. Uh, I did a toy hunt with Dan Howes and Hornswoggle and Ethan Page it is over on Ethan Page's YouTube. Please check that out." Denise, thank God uh, somebody gave Danhausen the rub. I had to get some attention on Danhausen really badly. That guy just flown completely under the radar. Nobody has noticed him, but thanks to me being on that show, everybody knows who Danhausen is now. So you're telling me he has you to thank yeah. for becoming all elite. Yeah. So, okay. So he steals my watch, then he gets signed. Is that is so that your watch has magic powers? Yeah, I can't find it either. I legitimately can't find it. I'm convinced he has stolen it. Why do you even have a watch, man? Like, who uses watches? Well, like, to measure, like, workouts and steps and Oh, so you got, rate. like, a Fitbit. Yeah, kind of, pretty much. It's the okay, same. Okay, well, you made Galaxy it seem like watch. you had, like, a boring standard old watch. No, no. Anti, or yeah, Anti and Brick says, Raw 1500 next month. Do you think WWE make a big deal out of that at all? If I were them, I'd make a big deal out of everything they possibly could, but I don't think that they are, Denise. They should. I didn't even know Raw 1500 was coming up. When is it? Do you say next? When do you say? Next month. Oh, shoot. I didn't even know. There you go. 
So they should make a big deal they about should. it. Yeah. Omar Diaz says, Sean, tell me I'm wrong, but it's 2022. And the only story they can pick up is Goldberg versus Lashley at Mania. Does Goldberg have matches left for this year? Uh, he's got one match left on his deal in totality is what he claims. Denise Veer came. He came so much. He came so hard before the show. You, I guess you could say he prematurely came because he didn't come on Raw. I'm sorry, Sean. It doesn't count. It just doesn't count. You're right. If it's premature, it doesn't count. Doesn't count. You. I'm with you. You can't come prematurely and count, Veer. Uh, Valab says, Veer came and told people, WWE told people he's still coming. Based. Cincinnati's just the best city. Veer came in Cincinnati and it, it got a lot of buzz, but unfortunately it was too, too early. Uh, Maldonado says, any chance Veer coming to Raw on Valentine's Day would be a special occasion for him to come, Denise. Jesus M. Lord. It, I, I don't know what to say anymore about this Veer situation. <laughs> I feel like I've run out of thoughts. You know what I did think was fun? What, what could have been funny? Hell, if I was yeah. fucking booking Raw today, I probably would have had him come in during the scooter race and been like, move out the way, get the scooter. Wait, dun, 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 dun. you would have had him what? The scooter race. You would have had oh. him come in? Oh, come on, Sean. Damn. I, I found this footage of Veer that I posted on Twitter. Everybody should see it. Mm, what a shame. What a shame. I know you couldn't hear that, but it doesn't matter. <sighs> he comes a lot. He comes a lot that he does. Uh, Mr. Andrew says, the biggest shock to me from the Rumble is the lack of reaction for people. Compare the reaction of Drew in 2020 to uh, 2022, and Big E got little pop. Well, they haven't given you much of a reason to give him a pop of late. It's a bummer. R26 says, uh, but, but to that point, like I was there, there were a lot of people that did get really good pops, but the booking of those matches was just bad. Like the winners are fine, but the booking was just bad. Uh, Lane Dashko says, Hey, Sean and Denise, you guys rock. Who's your favorite Bengal, past or present? Does Denise have a favorite football player? Uh, from a personal standpoint, it's hard to dislike Andy Dalton. He did a lot of wonderful things for the community of Cincinnati, a lot of charitable things. But like as a player, probably AJ Green or Joe Burrow. Uh, Denise, do you have a favorite football player? I think I know who it is. Yeah, it's Mike White. Yeah, well, good luck. And Dot Train <laughs> says, Congrats, Hollywood. The Jets still suck. Hey, we still beat the Bengals. Yeah, good job. Good job. Maybe maybe you'll get a shot at the title after the Bengals win it. Mr. Showtime. I don't think so, Sean. Mr. Showtime says, just want everybody to be aware that Dan Housen put out an Ass Boys music video. It's golden. Also, Who Day. Yes, indeed. Who Day. R26 says, didn't watch Raw, but a big get well soon to Leo Rush and Riho. And a big middle finger to all the people that both give them unwarranted date. Guys, I promise if you're still making Leo Rush retirement jokes, you are not the first 1,000th, and they stopped being funny around, I, I don't know, the 5th or 6th. Get some new material. Uh, Demolition Crunch. <laughs> I get the reference. Says, hello, SRS. I've been a fan. Sending you my figure. Jay Blood says, very sad that Veer didn't come for all to see. I mean, hey. One day. Well, we did get Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley kicking off WWE Raw. And Brock was out there ready to fight. Brock was out there in his uh, MMA shorts, ready to fight Bobby Lashley. 
Bobby Lashley had these sunglasses on Denise and there was a masterful camera shot where you could see Bobby Lashley's sunglasses and you could see Brock almost like a fisheye lens in those and watching Brock get in somebody's face through those was so cool. I I loved watching them just throw each other around the other day. Um, you know, not, not a, a clean finish so they can always go back to it, but, um, I like at least the tease of this, even though Brock said, no, I'm going after Reigns. But by the way, hey, I'm going to come get your title at Elimination Chamber because I'm in it. All right. Well, I'll be completely honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> when are, so is is that does that infer or insinuate that you are not always completely honest with us? I mean, I sugarcoat a couple of things. You know, I don't want to just be like negative Nancy or positive. I can't Polly. think. Pos, pos, yeah, there you go. Positive Polly. So, you know, I say what I say. Um, you sure do. <laughs> I I feel bad for Bobby Lashley in this, man. Uh, the finish for the Royal Rumble match, I thought, kind of made everybody look really dumb. And I already talked about that on my post show, so I won't go off on that anymore. But I will say that today, when you have Brock Lesnar coming out and basically making a whole lot of sense. You cannot argue with the fact that Brock Lesnar said that Bobby Lashley is only champion because of Roman Reigns. On top of that, he basically says, like, I'm mad at you. He explains the Rumble rules for, like, what's... He made the Royal Rumble seem very confusing, by the way. But he basically... Booking was. Yeah. So he basically, first of all... The booking was already bad for the finish, right? It made it made Bobby Lashley look dumb that he essentially ha- only won with the help of Roman Reigns. And then you have Brock Lesnar bringing it up here today on Raw. And then you basically have him saying, like, you're not really, like, the main person that I want to wrestle at WrestleMania. Uh, so for me, it th- I thought it made Bobby Lashley look like a big, giant dork. Like, I'm sorry, I but and I like Bobby Lashley a whole lot. I don't think he deserves this kind of, uh, you know, placement and all of this. And giving back, like, even before the match, you had Brock Lesnar essentially, like, you know, basically poking fun at him that he wasn't anybody, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you can't argue too much of that because, you know, WWE only did so much with Bobby Lashley. And obviously, he's not at the level of Brock Lesnar. But when you have him win in that fashion, and then you basically have him coming out here and Brock Lesnar's basically saying, like, Eh, you don't really matter, kid. And you're really only here because of Roman Reigns. Uh, it, makes, it makes Bobby Lashley look really bad here, which makes me not care about him being champion, which thus makes me not care about the championship belt. Um, so for me, it's sad, but this is really, I only see Bobby Lashley as a transitional champion. And it kind of bothers me because he was, you know, a pretty good champion when he had the belt. And even afterwards, I still thought that they treated him with some respect. And then from there, like it just, and even that day one match, I thought that Bobby Lashley looked phenomenal in that. So I'm thinking like, why we got to drop the ball on Bobby Lashley here? Like at least make me feel like there's still something there to value for Bobby Lashley story wise, you know? So for me, I wasn't necessarily completely sold on, on this. And then obviously, you know, we'll talk about the chamber and all of that. If this, so if they put the title back on Lesnar, and get to just where they were already and do that as a way to be like, well, nobody else won the Rumble, so we can do our title unification. And that would be so goddamn lame. It would be the lamest thing and one of the biggest wastes of one of the biggest pay-per-views. But Nerd Guru says that Chamber Match is going to hump, but why put Brock in it? I get he has a reason, but it still makes no sense. Like, focus on one title. 
I agree. I think that with WWE, especially as bad as their shows generally are, you need as many stakes as possible. I don't think consolidating the titles is a good idea. I didn't like it when it was Becky and Charlotte and Ronda doing it. I don't like it now. I, I just don't. I think that let one person go after one title, at least one top title. I do think the match is going to be incredible. I think the match is going to be great. Oh, man, I got a problem with that. I just feel like I, look, I really, and I could be obviously be wrong here, but I really do think that they're going to have Brock Lesnar win the Elimination Chamber. Uh, I just don't. I would be shocked, honestly, if he didn't win the Elimination Chamber here. But just, which is really just, I don't really feel like they need to do the title for the title versus title. Like, I get Neither. it. It adds more, you know, pizzazz to it. But does it really, is it really needed? No. Not necessarily. And so I think that Elimination Chamber, the outcome of that is going to obviously be huge because we're going to kind of get an idea of whether or not they really are going to unify those titles or if they're not going to unify those titles. And I like having the separate titles. I don't mind it whatsoever, but uh, man, this is going to be uh, pretty interesting, I think. Tom Brady says, do you think that Roman stays away from Saudi? That's why Lesnar is in the chamber. Yeah, probably. I would have thought that he was going to face Seth Rollins, but um, considering that Rollins is in the chamber, maybe not. And again, I'm okay with Rollins being in the chamber without qualifying because of the, the nature of how his match ended and the fact that Adam Pierce should have already just said, hey, we're making good for his screwed-up title match before. I kind of wish they would have made... Brock qualify and hear me out. He should have qualified by beating up Dom really bad. It should Girl, have been a complete poor Dominic. Sean, he already got enough burial today. Like even I feel bad for Dominic after today's burial. I would have loved it. I would have loved it if Brock Lesnar was like, I've secured a qualifying match against Dominic Mysterio. You know, the crowd would have loved it. They would have loved been it. So fucked up. He would have just been laughing hysterically the whole time. They should have done it. Yeah, but it's just yeah. Anyways, continue on. Our friend Adam Pearson says, "Love you guys. Have some money. We love you, Adam. You're awesome." Uh, Roxas Vanita says, "Brock's been a month telling us that Lashley doesn't matter, and WWE booking made him right. Way to build a star." I didn't have that much of a problem with the finish. I had a. I had. A I did. More. It was so dumb. I could break it down for you, Sean, if you need I don't, me to. No, I, I don't need you to. I don't okay, need you then. to. We've spent plenty of time on that. But I, I didn't. It, I would have had less of a problem with it if WWE didn't do shit like that all the time. If this was a rarity, if this was an exception instead of the rule, I would have probably been like, hell yeah, that was a good finish. But unfortunately, it happens all the time, even though not in this particular instance. So it's just one of those situations I kind of, I assumed somebody was going to lose the title. And I think my expectations, my already low expectations were met in that situation. And uh, I could think of worse things for Bobby Lashley than him pinning Brock Lesnar to begin with. But. I just don't get it. If you're going to do title versus title, like we didn't have to go through all of this. We didn't, I mean, you might as well if. just have. That's if, if that's no. what I said. If yeah. we're going to do title versus title, it doesn't make sense to have to have gone through seeing Brock Lesnar lose against Bobby Lashley and then uh, seeing him win the Rumble. That could have gone some other direction. It just it seems like too much to get to, you know, where we're probably maybe going to get to. Anti and Brick says, who do you think has a legit chance out of the Elimination Chamber contestants? 
I also thought Raw was pretty decent tonight. Best of luck with the Bengals. I thought Raw was all right tonight as well. Um, I look at this and I think maybe Rollins has an okay chance. I think Brock has the best chance. And um, see, I saw this differently. Go ahead. Well, you're saying Seth Rollins and Brock, right? Well, I say Brock. And then after Brock, um, I, I don't know, based on like what, you know, what was coming out today about the, uh, the reports about Riddle possibly winning the Rumble. Uh, that's part of me makes me think like maybe Riddle, but if not Riddle, fangirl Denise would probably go with AJ, but that ain't happening. So we've got Nerd Guru saying Roman versus Drew and Saudi. Then maybe that might make sense. Uh, I can tell you one thing: Drew McIntyre beat Mad Cat Moss and corbin in a tag team match a couple months ago then he beat moss in a singles match then he came back and eliminated both of them from the royal rumble and then beat the living shit out of them so to me the feud should be over but denise they're gonna wrestle they're gonna wrestle a lot so i think it's gonna be that jojo says wwe should be in timeout for that rumble yeah it was not good ricardo says to be honest i watched raw for the trash fire it is i didn't think it was that bad tonight it wasn't. There was actually a lot of good wrestling on the show. I don't think there was a, there was not really like a bad match on the show. Which that's the thing. I can usually count on my hand the number of like actively bad WWE matches in a month. It's just that they minimize what matters so often that it, it, it ends up not mattering. Like why couldn't Rollins have qualified? Why, why couldn't have brought just F5 to somebody one time to qualify? Like, that's it? And then you can build up, Brock Lesnar wrestled on Raw. Okay. Do it, know. F5. See, just- like, with people just entering themselves, I'm like, all right, if anybody's just going to enter themselves, all right, you know, it'd be Brock Lesnar, right? But I get it. I get the comedy aspect of just saying, well, I'm going to beat up some dork, and hey, all of a sudden, I'm in the yeah. qualifying match. Ricardo <laughs> says, Bengals versus Rams, LFG. I'm so excited, buddy. <laughs> No thanks says three hour show yet Priest wasn't booked at all. And Christopher Hart says any reason why WWE cooled on Priest at one point really thought he was going to get the belt at Mania. I didn't, but um, since they have adjusted his character to be what it is, it has not been good. It has not been good. He has done everything that he can to make it as, as digestible as possible. He's great in the ring, but man, this, this character just isn't it. I, I think, I think either just letting him be him or letting him be a heel would be the better options, but this is not it. But also in this day and age, just because somebody's not on the show doesn't mean necessarily something bad happened. Like you never know what could be, be going on with them. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, the Royal Rumble is the showcase was not very good for him though. No, he had the elimination for Damian Priest was God awful. God awful. Yeah. It was it was not what it should have been. Like there were, I, I looked at his run in the Rumble, like eleven minutes, no eliminations. All right, whatever. Jsop says, as a Browns fan, can't believe I'm doing this, but I hope to know the feeling one day. <laughs> Veer will probably come first. Good luck, Sean. Jonathan Hedman says, Oh no, they wouldn't have a no contest elimination chamber finish, would they? Anyway, you guys are the best. Um, Can they? No, well, no. We used, we used to think that about Hell in a Cell. No, don't remind me. Right? <laughs> no. Anti and Brick says, any chance Rollins could get involved in Roman Brock? 
Really loving the Seth stuff of late. Just don't know how they continue Seth and Roman now. To me, I think that would be a good wrench to throw in. Like, we talk about all the history. What has more history than Seth Rollins joining that match? I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, but I don't think it's going to happen. Nikki, A-S-H. So, Denise. Yes. You know how I do my interviews. I spread them out. Yes. Over the next few weeks, you're going to be seeing an interview with myself and Nikki A-S-H. Uh-huh. In which we discuss your stance on her conversation with Rhea Ripley. All right. And Nikki likes you an awful lot. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Uh, she sided with you, of course, because you all don't know what it's like to have friends and have private conversations and you know uh-huh. be respectful and, and the like. But um, I am under the impression now that you and Nikki A.S.H. are a part of a league of supervillains. That is that is my stance on the situation. But um, I got to say... Mean- I, I gotta I say, be opposed to it. I'm gonna pull back the curtain a little bit. Afterwards, after the interview, Nikki was like, "Is that a work? Is you bearing Denise a work?" And I was like, "Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. She's she's <laughs> such a sweetheart. You probably made her feel like uncomfortable by putting her on the no, spot. No, she loved it. She loved it. She was wonderful." But uh, she is a supervillain. You, know you what, are a supervillain. I'm sorry, but I need to sell you something right now. Stop what? mentioning me in these interviews. You already no. did it with the inspiration. Uh-huh. And now with Nikki A.S.H., can you not? Sorry, I can't hear you. You're muted. What were you saying? Do you want to tell the people before this show? Yeah, that's what I thought. Before the show went on the air, what was it? When you muted yourself and you even had to exit and come back because you didn't know you were muted. That's not true. You're fake news. I am the most reliable wrestling news reporter online. People trust me. You are like Homelander. You're a fake good guy who is actually a jerk, a villain. That's you. And that's why. No, I am so upfront about being a jerk. And that's why Rhea Ripley beat. The villain, Nikki A.S.H. I like this match. I loved the finish. That was a hell of a riptide. I like this an awful lot. You know they're going to continue it. And also, I got to say, Nikki A.S.H.'s Royal Rumble moment was one of my favorites that I've seen. Her and Mighty Molly, I loved that spot. But, um... (sighs) Okay, um, so... Wait, was this match announced ahead of time? Did I miss something? I don't think so. I never pay attention to what's announced. I I show up at 7.35 and I post the rundown on Fightful Select. Subscribe now. And that's about it. All right. Well, anyways, I wasn't sure if this match was announced or not because I thought that it should have been a bigger deal considering that they were former tag team champions and coming in and, you know, wrestling each other one-on-one. I did think it should have been made a bigger deal. I don't, I don't recall seeing it announced or anything ahead of time unless I missed it. Uh, but the match itself, I did like the match. I thought there was a lot of things that uh, were good. I loved the suit. I thought Rhea Ripley looked great in this because she was executing like a lot of like, you know, her big moves and whatnot. So I did like that. Um, I liked when uh, Nikki A.S.H. 
essentially had her trapped in the ring apron and then she's like literally just going yeah. to town like attacking the living hell out of her i really like that spot um and then i pretty much just kind of oh, i love the finish too obviously with the riptide that was really good really nicely executed as well but it kind of feels like i know you say this is going to continue but given that rhea ripley already pinned her like to me like there's no reason why this should continue like there's no reason at all i agree uh, Alexa Bliss is in therapy. I'm going to have more on this in the coming days. I know I teased that last week, but I had to wait until after the Rumble and after tonight to kind of see, and it did give me some useful information. Under Gruce's NXT Rhea and Nikki would have been a TakeOver Classic. Yes, it would have been. How are you feeling about the Alexa Bliss therapy skits, segments? I thought these were probably the better ones that I've seen. Why? Because she didn't do any of her magic and she didn't throw stuff around. Correct. Come on. Lame. This is okay. I But I really have to put over Alexa Bliss here because when she was looking at Lily, damn, she kind of broke my heart. Like, no lie. She was looking at Lily. She's like, you know, like the saddest face ever. Like, I need to practice that face whenever I need, like, to guilt somebody. I need to practice that face that Alexa Bliss made because it made me feel bad. But my favorite thing, my favorite thing in this whole therapy session was the therapist casually when he brings in the replica Lily doll and, you know, wants her to like share those emotions with the replica Lily doll. He says like, it's just a replica, but this is the one that I got on WWE shop.com. Uh, it killed me. I legitimately let out some loud laughs because I, it was, it was hilarious. Kudos. I, I love that part. But other than that, there's really nothing much to add in regards to this. Rightfulselect.com. I'll have some more news on it this week. Miz versus Dominic. Now, they did, uh, okay, they did. They wasted an incredible amount of time on WWE Raw over the last month, Denise, showing a Street Profits, Dominic, Ray. And then what happens? Street Profits aren't in there in the Rumble with Dominic or Ray. And Ray isn't in there with Dominic. What a waste of time. An incredible waste of time. However, I got to put over uh, the finish of this match. Miz runs into the ropes and fakes falling down and gets Ray ejected from ringside, which I love that. I love that. But my thing is like, well, why would he do that? Because Ray ain't going to bother him. Well, it's to distract Dominic because Dominic's a dumbass kid, or at least that's what they say. And he gets hit with the skull-crushing finale and pinned. Denise, you hate everything. Tell me why you hated this. I don't hate everything, damn. You're making me sound terrible. You are. Um, Anyways, I feel so bad for Dominic. (laughs) Bro, he got buried so badly in that freaking title card. What do you you call those damn title things? What do you call those? The things that they put on the side. Like, they're not the lower thirds, but those things that they come out in the side where they show, like, the information whatever so on his little nameplate thing it literally said son of ray mysterio okay fine but still like there's nothing else to add to that and then the bottom got eliminated by happy corbin on in the royal rumble and i'm thinking to myself tell people this person means nothing without with with telling people that this person means nothing i felt so bad for dominic like it 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 was a very very sad little like why would you root for this guy like it was so sad i felt bad for him like the finish uh, i don't think dominic should be on raw right now if unless he's tagging with his dad while i'm here i hated the finish too i'm sorry but like you don't do a ray mysterio dirty like that i'm sorry i'm out on this
Jesse put more Strick- respect on the Mysterio name, at least for Ray. Jesse says, why doesn't Dominic come out to his own music even though Ray comes out to the ring with him because his music hits? Because they want you to think that Ray is about to come out so you'll pop and they make you think that Dominic is over. There you go. Bianca Belair versus Carmella, a bit of backstage news. This was supposed to happen last week and then late in the show, they changed it to, or, or late in the afternoon, they changed it to Zelina. This match happened. Bianca wins. It is a very straightforward match. I am so over the Carmella gimmick that she's got right now. Carmella always does the best with whatever she's given, but there's there's no best at what she's being given. This is getting to Mad Cat Moss, Happy Corbin territory to where no matter what she does, you're not going to be able to do anything with it. We get it. She's wearing a mask to pr- protect her face. We get it. She's hot. That's the gimmick. She, if, if you didn't know, she says that a bunch of times during every match. Bianca wins with a good-looking KOD. They're keeping her strong. Um, I reported on FightfulSelect.com this past week that as of last Monday, when I reported that, that Ronda Rousey was coming back, the planned programs were Rousey and Charlotte and Bianca and Becky for WrestleMania. As of last week, a lot of things can change. Any thoughts on this match and the direction for Bianca? They gave Car- they gave Carmella a lot in this match actually, but nobody was buying that she would defeat Bianca Belair. Um, I have to agree, the mask thing needs to be done with. I I hate it. I hate the mask thing. It makes me cringe every time. And this is the reason why I hate it so much more is because Carmella has such a fun personality, and I feel if they let her show that personality. You know, and we've seen her person. We've seen it before, obviously. It's like, it's okay. We could do that again, you know? Like, we don't have to do this whole, like, mass thing. It drives me nuts. JW Pringle says, off topic, can we get an update on Wild Boy, please? Uh, our friend Dwayne, Wild Boy, has had a rough go of it. He's had some really, really bad kidney issues that, that emanated from COVID. His furnace went out in the last week. On my Twitter, at Sean Ross App, there is a tweet pinned uh, where you can help him get a new furnace, pay his medical bills. I encourage you guys to donate to that. He did an episode of Grappling with Grief with Jimmy Van to talk about a lot of the loss he's experienced over the last couple of years. Please help out our friend Wild Boy. He has been incredible to us and a great guy. Uh, please show him a little love. Uh, I'll actually, right now, I'm going to post the GoFundMe link in the chat, and I'll make it the pinned tweet right now. So if you guys want to help out, I encourage you to do so. Vasily says, watch the toy hunt video last night. Such a great episode with all four of you guys playing off of each other. That taker was just ridiculous. You should do another episode together. I was, it was awesome. I do an interview with uh, Dan Housen every time that I'm in the terror, like in the same area as him. I've known Ethan page for, for quite a while. And uh, this is my first time hanging out with Hornswoggle. (laughs) What? I like that you were going to say every time we're in the same territory together. Well, we are. If if I, if we're within like two hours of each other, I drive to him and do an interview like anytime. Chad says, honest question for both of you. I get they want Mania to be huge with big names. Do you think it's a big F you to other talent? Other talent sure think so, Denise. That's part of the uh, conversations I've been having with a lot of these stories that are going to be dropping on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday on FightfulSelect.com. Um one talent was like, we just feel like nothing matters. And it's a long-time talent, so that's, that's pretty heartbreaking. No thanks, says, heard this, that Shane pl- had plans for WrestleMania. Any chance his match will be against Theory? Well, let's talk about that match. 
he ends up facing Kevin Owens. That makes an awful lot of sense, Denise, that Shane McMahon would go after Austin Theory, who's become Vince McMahon's new favorite son. Well, I mean, kind of. Shane McMahon can't even get a happy birthday from Vince on Twitter. Meanwhile, Austin Theory is getting FaceTime with him every week. Man, I mean, instantly the second that I saw or heard rather that Shane was in the Rumble, I knew this was the direction that this was mainly going to go to. Like, I just feel like we're definitely going to be seeing Shane McMahon versus Austin Theory. And I hate to say it, right? But unfortunately, it kind of makes sense because of what we've been seeing on Monday Night Raw. And given the fact that, again, every single week that we get these like segments with Vince and Austin Theory, I'm always like, oh, I always think it's the last one. And then we continue getting more. And I'm like, why do we keep getting them? Where are we going with this? Like every week, it's an entirely different thing. Every single week, I think something different about this. And so now what else is there? At least give me a payoff to this. But to be honest, I don't want to see it. Like, I don't want to see Shane McMahon versus Austin Theory. And based on what I saw from the Rumble... I don't want to see it. There, there's, I tell you what, there's a lot of stuff based on the Rumble that I don't want to see, and we're going to get into that. Kevin Owens is doing the KO show with Seth Rollins, his best buddy, and Seth Rollins drops on him. Hey, I'm in the chamber, and I don't have to qualify. And KO's like, hey, you should stand up for me and say, unless Kevin's in it, I'm not going to do it. And Rollins is like, no. Now, I, I want to say it is kind of funny. Like Kevin Owens has said in the past, he's not a sports guy, a big sports guy. You can tell he probably doesn't follow a lot of American football. He did not understand what the Who Day chants were in Cincinnati. Uh, for those of you asking, no, of course I didn't go to Raw. Why would I do that? But uh, Rollins knew because Rollins, unfortunately, cries every Sunday because the Bears suck. But this leads to maybe a little, little dissension between Owens and Rollins because Rollins won't stand up for Owens. Do you think we go towards them teaming at WrestleMania, them facing each other at WrestleMania, or will this just get completely abandoned? I think it's just going to get completely abandoned. I, I I don't think that this is – I like them as friends because they're really funny together. Yeah. And I would like to see them obviously do something together in terms of whatever, whether it's continuing to tag or, you know, do these singles matches. I don't really care, but I kind of just feel like this whole thing's going to be abandoned, this little tiny rift. I think it was really just to basically transition into the actual qualifying match itself. Well, we got the match. It was pretty good. Uh, Austin Theory gets a, a straight up win over Kevin Owens. Surprised me a little bit, but I i mean, and part of me thinks, oh, well, maybe it shouldn't. He's on screen with Vince McMahon. Yeah, but I mean, part of it's been that he's been a screw up of late. However, Vince is trying to like right the ship. He's showing him some tough love, all that stuff. But I mean, last week he lost to, to AJ Styles. He's kind of 50 50 with Finn Balor. He lost to AJ via DQ earlier this month. Had no standouts in the Rumble whatsoever. Given the fact that he has all this FaceTime with Vince McMahon, damn, give the guy a couple of eliminations. I'm not the biggest Austin Theory fan, but like, damn, get him over by getting him a couple of eliminations. Bro, he didn't even get not one elimination. I Nothing. Agree. I can't tell you anything that I remember from Austin Theory in this Rumble. So since the beginning of November, he's won one match via pinfall. One match. Now I get that a lot of that time he's been on screen with Vince, but... Was it the Jeff Hardy one? No, that was that was the month before, actually. That oh, was the month before. I think it did. was it was Finn Balor. Oh yeah. But oh, that was depressing. I tried to block that out of my but head. But like he lost by DQ to Styles. He lost to Styles. He uh 
gosh, I think he lost lost to Big E in that title match because if you remember, it was the the egg match. He lost that one. Um, he lost at Survivor Series. I'm pretty sure. No, no, no the team were all won at Survivor Series, but um, like in a singles capacity. He lost to Ray via DQ or maybe Ray beat him by DQ, but he didn't get the pin, whichever. He's got one pinfall win the last two or three months. But as long as they're putting them in qualifying matches, I'm I'm all right with them winning a qualifying match to get in. But yikes, like maybe make somebody feel special to some degree. So now Vince McMahon looks dumb. Like, why is he, uh, you know, wasting his time with Austin Theory, a guy who hasn't even gotten very many wins? I think he's trying to to unlock his potential, so to speak. I think that's the story. That's the story? I think I so. The, last week, I thought he was checking him out, man. I've been confusing this story this every single week. Super Pony said, Kevin re-signed to lose clean to Theory. Yikes. Yeah. And Matt... Matt McClure says Seth should have taken some time away and Roman should have beat the crazy out of him and he comes back as a massive face. I disagree. I think if you change what Seth Rollins is, he's not over anymore. This is what they do every time, Denise. This guy is so good, Seth Rollins, that he gets over every year. At least one time he gets over every year and then they change something about him and then he, it's just like, okay, womp. I don't understand. I feel like Kevin Owens for me is always over. Like he's always the guy that just puts on good stuff. Like this match was good because of Kevin Owens. That cannonball that he did uh, to yeah. Theory on the freaking barricade was phenomenal. The swanton, the moonsault. I mean, everything mm-hmm. that he was doing in this match was so great. Uh, it bums me out. I'm, I'm sorry. It, it bums me out seeing him lose to Austin Theory. KE775 says, do you think there will be a second chamber match? Are you surprised they aren't revisiting Seth versus Roman in Saudi? Maybe SummerSlam. Yes, I'm surprised that Roman versus Seth wasn't saved for WrestleMania in the future, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, I'm very surprised. I, you know, I don't think there will be a second chamber match. I think they'll do one. John Blaine says, could you see Theory go for the U.S. title? Yes, I could. That makes sense as a feud for Damian Priest. Oh, my God, I forgot who U.S. champion was. I was sitting here thinking, please don't ask me who U.S. champion is. I forgot. There you go. (laughs) Uh, We had... Angelo Dawkins beating Dolph Ziggler. This was an Angelo Dawkins showcase. He got a ton of offense. Uh, another, another bit of backstage news. This was supposed to be Montez Ford uh, based on the late rundowns, and then it switched. So I'm wondering who clued Vince into the fact that Angelo Dawkins was from Cincinnati because that's probably that that is 100% why they did it. And good. They gave Angelo Dawkins a win in front of his home cra- hometown crowd. He faced a good worker. His offense looked really good. He is very underrated in the ring, which is understandable when you're standing next to Montez Ford, who possesses just unlimited charisma and upside and, and athleticism. I thought this was harmless. Give the hometown guy a win. Street Profits cheer. They dance. They do their thing. There you go. Yep. I don't really have anything else additionally to add to this other than I think because this match happened immediately after the Kevin Owens Austin Theory one, I did kind of think like, man, why couldn't any of like I hate to say it, but why couldn't any of these guys be in that match with Austin Theory? Have Austin Theory defeat one of them so that he could go into, you know, qualify or whatever. So for me, um, Angelo Dawkins looks great, but he always looks great. I think, you know, because Montez Ford is obviously the flashier one and, you know, he gets all the attention for his awesome frog splash. I think sometimes you forget that Angelo Dawkins has, you know, brings his, his thing too, you know? So, yeah. Angelo Dawkins finds some success in his home region. 
And you can always be in your home region when you're using NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Get 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. A lot of the times when you travel, your own TV plan is region blocked. You can't access your local channels. Not with NordVPN.com. Not only that, if you're a big UFC pay-per-view buyer, you can subscribe to BT Sport when you use NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Not available without that. It'll end up paying for itself. You end up paying a, like $3 a month with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. The, when you save all that money on your pay-per-views, you access content from over 59 different countries by changing your virtual location for one with just one click. Man, you're saving money by getting this service. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. If you're traveling a lot too, you're using unsecure airport, restaurant, Wi-Fi. Public Wi-Fi is a hotbed for hackers to steal your data. This can give you a whole lot of peace of mind while you're traveling. You can use NordVPN on your phone, laptop, iPad, all that good stuff. And unlock those region-blocked shows, services, all that good stuff. Your internet traffic is routed through a secure encrypted tunnel that protects your data and your privacy. And you can use NordVPN on up to six devices, your laptop, your phone, your smart TV, your iPad, even your router. All of your devices are protected. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can also use that code Fightful if you prefer. 70% off plus an additional month free. Good at NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Get a two-year plan plus one additional month with a huge discount. And how about this? Janice. Yes? Go VPN. NordVPN. 30-day money-back guarantee. If NordVPN is not for you, there is no risk at all. You may say, Sean, you're giving them an awful lot of love. Well, you know what? They've given us an awful lot of love. I would greatly appreciate it if you guys would go to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. No thanks, sis. So is the Priest and Owens feud ended? Yes, it has. As of now, until Vince remembers that he liked it and then uh, does it again. Kate says, just a heads up, Sean. The Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Denise, did you know that? Yes, I did. Okay. I, I was tagged in like a 50-year-old tweet. Yeah, yeah. Volob says, peekaboo, Denise. Norm Hausen says, you two are the universal champions of my heart. Well, you know what? <laughs> We're doing a unification. There can only be one. He says, Brock is definitely winning at Sands of Time. Go to shop.fightful.com and get your Sands of Time shirt. Do you know the reference, Denise? Yeah, you tell me every year, and every year I forget. Then you don't know. Oh, go for it. The original name for... Yeah, those... that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. I remember the story. What was it? What was the original name? Sands. What was it? Sands of Time? That's not I how don't you remember. say it. That's not how you say it. Oh, I don't want to say it. Say it, Denise. No, you say it. Do it. Say Sands no. of Time. Do it. makes it. me nervous. Come I don't on. like doing voices. Why? Do it. I don't like it. Come on, Denise. I don't want to. <laughs> Volob says, Denise... The U.S. champion is the Damien. Got a lot of people asking about Veer. When when Veer finally shows up, I want people to chant, come forever. Dude, I just remember who your new haircut reminds me of. 
Holy, okay. Wait, I gotta pull him up. Continue on. I'm oh. remembering now. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Normhausen says, not Raw related, but you should make time for the Jade interview on Grapsity. Yes, Grapsity this past Saturday interviewed Jade Cargill for 30 minutes. Go check that out, guys. The guys at Grapsity uh, do great. Uh, I got to hang out with Will and Phil this past weekend, which was a, a total blast. We were eating uh, Papa John's pizza at like 2 a.m. in <laughs> in St. Louis. Sands of Timination Chamber. JBD Pringle says, FYI, the Wild Boy GoFundMe goal has been met. It it has been met. He could always use a little extra. He's uh he's having a rough go of it. Bryson Yee says that's one of the best interviews I've ever seen. Those three guys, Will, Phil, and Reg, kill it every single Saturday. What day? Okay, I remember. Sorry, it's because I couldn't remember the character's name. Uh freaking uh Uncle Marty from Problem Child. <laughs> Uncle Marty. Uncle Marty from Problem Child. It's, it's the guy from freaking Seinfeld. He plays the character Uncle. You've never seen Problem Child? Okay, yeah, so when you turn, okay, when you turn to the side, you Kramer. have this, Kramer. Yeah, 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 Kramer. But you, but you remind me of Uncle Marty from Problem Buddy, Child. His, his is way higher than mine. Like turn to the side. It's the exact same haircut. Maybe. If you put the outfit on, you will literally be freaking Uncle Marty from the Problem Child. You know who you remind me of? No. Someone who got muted. AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio is better in 2022 than he was in 2012. This guy, like, just, he's so freaking smooth. Like, the transit. Rey goddamn Mysterio, of course. I know, but I mean, like, 10 years ago, he's wrestling in the baggy pants with knee braces, getting booed when he comes out for the Royal Rumble. I'm not going to say he wasn't good, but he's better than he he was then. And it just makes me happy to see. When they announced this match, I was stoked. When it had stakes, I was even more stoked. I love this. I This is a good match, another good match. AJ Styles uh, getting uh, the win here made an awful lot of sense to me. What do you think of it? I thought the exact same thing, man. I really enjoyed it. Obviously, the second that they announced AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio, I was like, hell yeah, this is actually going to be that a match that I'm legitimately looking forward to. And I was expecting AJ Styles to win. AJ Styles should have won, and he did, obviously. But uh, regardless, I thought that it was a good match. But it just really bums me out, man. Like, I- I'm sorry, but I just really think that Rey Mysterio deserves, like, way more respect, man. They need to go out. They need to do more with him. Like, this whole Miz stuff, I didn't like. Everything that they've been doing, like, with him and the Dominic storyline, I haven't been loving. Uh, I just think that there needs to be more more respect for Rey Mysterio. I think they need to do, a like, a one last run, top run with him. Like, it's okay if he's if he's around for four or five, six, however long more years. But I think, like, they could, even if it's not his last run, they could do one where he's like, I don't know how much longer I got. I want to win the title again. And everybody loves Ray. Everybody loves Ray. I talked to AJ Styles about how he's feeling and stuff. And he, he said to me this past week, he was like, man, when I got to hang it up, I'm going to feel okay about it. He's like, there's nothing I haven't done and I'm okay with it. And I feel great about it. This match, he's still killing it. Like the, the finish was outstanding. And I love AJ being in this match because AJ has been a up until really the last year, he's always had like some kind of push. Like he's never been like just so far down the card. You're like, oh my God, what are they doing with that AJ Styles? So um, 
he's definitely a dark horse for elimination chamber. He, I don't think he's winning that though. Pearl, he got eliminated by Madcap Moss. I've given up all hope oh, on AJ God, Styles. That was embarrassing. That killed me. That was embarrassing. That was stupid. It was oh, the God. worst. I don't even like. I'm sorry. Like I get it. it AJ's making shit. great money. AJ's making great money. But damn, bro, if I was AJ Styles, I would have gone full fucking diva mode and been like, hell of effing no. Like this ain't gonna happen. This ain't gonna go down. I mean, obviously, you know, he's a company guy and he's gonna do what he does and he gets paid, you know, tons of money. So I'm, you know, what? Maybe, maybe if I were getting paid that kind of money, I probably wouldn't say anything. Yeah. But like, damn, that was really bad. It killed me. Jay Larkin says, Ray and AJ put on a clinic. Love the match. Can't wait for AJ versus Edge at Mania, hopefully. Congrats on the Bengals. Sean Joe Burrow is the coldest QB alive right now. Yes, he is. Channel 100 says, so I have to ask, are there any Liv Morgan plans? Uh, not that I've heard of. She was on main event tonight. He says, I also love the myth with Ray that you posted about. <laughs> so you know how Ray always goes up and puts his head up to, to a, a fan and says something to them? Mm-hmm. There was a Reddit user years back that said when he was little, Ray did that and then said to him, do something with your life, you little bitch. No, I don't believe I, it. No, I don't either. No, I don't believe it. No, I don't either. But I hope that it was true. Why? That would be such a terrible thing to do to a child. It'd be amazing. Shut no. up. Ruining Shut up. a child's young hopes no. and dreams. Encouraging them, Denise. Encouraging Wait, no. that little hey, bitch. That again? He what said, he said, do something with your life, you little bitch. Oh, okay. No, but still, that's a terrible thing. To, that's a little way. No. That's a terrible way to say it. Positive reinforcement. Anti, no. and, Anti and Brick says, how many people in the roster are against being in Saudi? Uh, plenty of them don't want to, but the money. Wait, did he say it in English or in Spanish? Mm, I don't know. Because if he said it in Spanish, I could buy it more. It's taking it feels it's more positive, sounds more positive in Spanish than it does in English. Of course, I know that. I speak great Spanish. Maddie B. Rasslin says, My half brother is a lifelong Bengals fan. His dad passed away this weekend, and seeing him in tears when the Bengals won was such a moment. Love it. Oh, so sorry to hear that. Um, glad that your half brother, uh, Got got to experience that though. It, it was a special moment for all of us, but I would imagine even more so. I'm just Joe says. I really hope they unify the titles. The WWE title feels so secondary, especially the way Roman just threw it on the ground at the Rumble. Plus, Bobby feels like Roman light to me. Uh, Joe, you do not watch both of these shows every week, or else you would not want these titles unified. I am convinced. Louise is trying to give me stuff to read in Spanish. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do on, that, buddy. Please do it. Please. Guys, send in Super Chats. No, because I don't, I don't know Spanish. what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't want to say something offensive in Spanish when I'm about to launch Fightful Select Espanol. And that is a shoot. I am. Uh, but. <laughs> I can't with you, Sean. <laughs> I, I am. I really am. <laughs> yeah, and you should. It's an untapped yeah. market. I know. I found out. Somebody was trying to give away Fightful Select scoops on, on videos in Espanol. And I said, you know what? We're just going to do it ourselves. Damn, I should have done that. I should have freaking st- – you would have never known. <laughs> well, I mean, somebody told me. But, uh, <laughs> Wait, hot. how long did this person get away with it? Uh, about two hours. Oh, I thought you were going to say like two years or something. I was like, oh. Hazalgo con tu vida cabrón. Oh, I sango con tu vida, cabrón. That's See, what it sounds I said. better in Spanish. That's, a, that's exactly what I said. What the hell? Yeah, there's that's a, better. 
Because if you say it in English and call somebody a little bitch, like, that's not cool. There's a scooter race, Denise. Um, I love everything about this stupid shit. I love it. I love it. I love Chad Gable showing up in a speed suit. He has a nod to Danny McBride in Pineapple Express, and he says, makes me more aerodynamic when I scoot. He's trying to get a drink later on from Otis. Meanwhile, Riddle gets one from the Street Profits. Gable falls down around the end because it's a 50-lap race. So this threads in and out of the show. I adored this, Denise. It was so stupid. I just enjoyed it a lot. And then Gable wins, by the way. He does a victory lap around Riddle before he wins and then crosses the line. And Archer is waving the checkered flag, which to me is the greatest thing. I liked it. I think it could have been executed a lot better. And by that, I mean. <laughs> You're the expert scooter rider. <laughs> Look, this is what triggered me. Oh, do you ride around? Like when we go to those wrestling shows, do you ride around on those bird scooters that every town has? Hell no, I ain't no dork. Oh, do it. That we, no, me and you. I drive a car. Denise, like an adult. Me and you. Sometime in 2022 are going to race scooters. I would kick your ass, dude. I'm really. No. See, here's the thing about me. Like, I, I would so kick your ass. I just know it. Hey, do you know how to rollerblade? No, I don't actually. Oh, I could rollerblade really good. We are going to do the Sean versus Denise Olympics eventually. Yeah. Can we rollerblade? Because I could rollerblade well, really good. You can. I will fail. And you know what? It'll be an event. That'll be an event for you. Um, okay, Kate, but I Kate forgot says, Kate says, no me gusta nada. Interesting that Kate's speaking Spanish instead of Japanese since she is our Joshi expert. Well, this scooter race leads to Otis versus Riddle, and Riddle ends up getting the win, and it's turned into a qualifying match. So Riddle is now in the chamber. So this chamber match has Lashley, Lesnar, Seth freaking Rollins, Riddle, Styles, and Theory. Denise said Elimination Chamber match is going to... Um, Here's my question, Sean. Why am I even on this show? You didn't even let me finish my thought. Muted. What thought? I was about to tell you why I didn't like the way it was executed. Oh, why wasn't it executed? Finish, I didn't even get to finish what I was saying. Sorry, go ahead. My okay, apologies. thank you. So my issue with this was, you know, they're promoting a scooter race, okay? Mm -hmm. If I see a race, I want to see start to finish. That's the whole exciting part. It's exciting to see people go at it and, like, race. That's the point to me. So I get that they did 50 laps. Okay, they could have shortened it. But here's my thing. I didn't like the whole in and out, in and out portion of it because we got more talking than actual racing. Like, we just saw Denise. little moments of them. Now, you got to be kidding me. On top of this, on top of that, why not show? Like, that's the cool part. Like, I want to see more of the backstage stuff. They could have raced outside. They could have, you know, had Matt Riddle with a little GoPro or something. You know, I just think they could have made it a lot more fun. I, I do think it would have been fun if they got access to Paul Brown Stadium, which is literally two doors down where the Bengals play and showed them racing around the, the football field right after the Bengals, you know, have there won. You go. That, that would have been, been fun. fun. But the reason why he threaded it in and out of the show is because it was an obnoxiously long race. Like, Okay, they could have shortened it and have to make it 50 laps. I know, laps. but that's a part of the joke is that, like, why the hell would they do 50 laps? That's, like, stupid. And that's part of it. 
No, I wanted to see a legit like race, like start to finish. I don't care if it was like just a little couple of inches. Like, bro, I want to see like start to finish go. Denise doesn't care about a couple of little inches. (laughs) My God, Denise. I'm just trying to, and I know where you're going. Look, haven't you like ever, ah, screw that, I'm done. Continue on. Denise, I'm from Kentucky and I don't watch NASCAR. You're, I, I'm not going to be. I don't watch NASCAR either, okay? But I'm just saying I would have liked to see point A to point B and everything in between. <laughs> they didn't have me. to do 50 laps. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. You want to see every left turn that they. Yes, <laughs> I do. They didn't have, but I'm saying like they could have literally done like, damn, put some cones, something. <laughs> Sean, it pisses me off. They could have done literally, okay, they could have done this. They could have been like, okay, you're going to scooter from this point, from backstage, all the way to the ring, go through the ramp, through the ramp, back to the ring. I just want to see the whole thing in one continuous shot. You, you. To me, that's more exciting. I want to see like, oh, I don't want to just see like the ending. I want to I see the whole thing. Let me oh, enjoy it. God, you want the Cohen brothers to direct your race. I don't know what you're expecting. Denise, you heard it here first. Denise wants to see people go at it, and she doesn't care if it's down to a couple little inches. Riddle beat Otis. The match was fine. Riddle won. I'm cool with that. So Ronda Rousey comes out. Honestly, cuts one of her more tame promos that we've seen. Thought it was pretty solid. She says, you know what? I'm going to pick who uh, who I'm going to face. But Becky really doesn't deserve my attention. Whoever faces me gets the biggest fight. And uh, Becky's like, no, 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 no. Let's be real. I'm the biggest fight. I am. What did you think of this interaction? It was okay. It was okay. I just don't feel like I... Um, I... I don't know. I kind of felt indifferent towards it. Like I wasn't like over the moon. I was more excited about what we saw afterwards, honestly. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that. But yeah. like Ron is saying, Rebecca, Rebecca. Okay, over that was over. funny. When she said Rebecca for but a like, second, I was like. Ten times? She said it like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. She okay. said it a bunch. And then Becky's like, oh, you're using my government name. Good job. You know what Becky's short for. Yeah, I like that. Oh, oh mine do. Anthony okay. says, Denise, don't listen to Denise. Inches do matter. Blue chew. Absolutely. <laughs> step host appreciation. What are you doing, step host? World's Nerd- greatest step host right here, man. Nerd Guru says, could Rhonda feel any less enthused? I could care less what she's doing. Ah, well, she says, uh, Becky versus Lita, LFG. Seriously, Ronda didn't do anything good here. I remember Ronda's promos before, Denise. I think a subdued Ronda is way better than some of the promos she was cutting on Raw a few years ago. I just, I didn't think it was, like, terrible. I just didn't really care, though. Like, that's the problem. I think I may, I may be like, I thought she did feel like subdued in the, the actual rumble itself. Like I didn't really think there was anything of a breakout there. Um, but if anything stood out to me was really Becky Lynch during this promo, because she was the one, you know, kind of going off about this. So to me, I did like that. I did like when she like shoved her and Becky Lynch was like, what the hell? And she got up right away. I did like that. I thought that was pretty cool. But like I said, I cared more about what happened afterwards. Uh, indeed. Uh, James says, I think we're on our way to women headlining title for title 
and a men's headlining title for title at WrestleMania. I mean, it would be a little poetic if this ended up being Becky Charlotte Ronda again, title for title. But I think we're going Bianca, Becky, Ronda, Charlotte. You got to remember, they got to pad out two nights. They got to pad out two nights. JoJo says, I could see Ronda two belts. That would be awful. Yeah, I don't I don't need that. I don't need these titles consolidated. I think it'll be Charlotte this year, Becky next year. You build all year till Becky next year. And quite honestly, you don't need a title belt because everybody's going to know that Ronda's leaving again. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see both belts on Ronda. I just think it would be a little bit too much. Nerguru says a robotic promo, a half-assed judo toss, same monotone promo. Not much has changed. Thank you, Becky and Lita, for saving that ending. I don't remember Ronda being monotone at all she like, just I wasn't mean, like spunky you know yeah. like well i mean that's the thing it's just like, like here like this is what i'm saying and this is what's happening that sort of thing but she's not like robotic she's just more just like this is just straightforward what i'm saying when you have becky come out she's like you know doing all of this and all of that i, I just don't remember it. her being a monotone promo i remember her being far over the top with her promos uh no judo toss is half-assed from ronda rousey that much i can assure you Nerd Guru says, maybe it's just me, but I could not possibly give a shit about whatever the crux of the Flair Ronda feud is going to be. Did they just switch the Lita feud? Uh, kind of. And let's get into that. Lita then comes out and challenges Becky to a match at Elimination Chamber. Um, it is accepted after it is originally like indicated that it'll be denied. I hope they practice this match a lot because what I saw out of Lita at the Royal Rumble was not promising. She has not worked in a very, very, very long time. And I reported a couple weeks ago that they reached out to Lita to do some stuff with Dr. Britt Baker DMD. When I watched Royal Rumble, I thought, man, they dodged a bullet. Because specifically look at the spot where Lita runs into the corner. I let out a sigh of relief when Lita was knocked off the top rope and didn't do that moonsault. I was... I was, I just was concerned watching that. Now, Lita has not wrestled a singles match since 2006, since her retirement match against Mickey James. She's wrestled like some, some tag matches and some battle royals. This will be her first singles match in over 15 years. And quite frankly, we almost never see layoffs like that. Like Goldberg was a long time. And Goldberg was even less than that. What are you thinking here, Denise? I can tell you're excited. I'm curious. I like Lita. She's awesome. She's over. All right. Well, I just want to say, first and foremost, that I really love Lita. And I will not tolerate any Lita slander whatsoever. Slander? Slander? Did you watch the match? Did you watch the match? Yes, I did. But I won't take any of it, okay? None of it. All right? Now, Lita she, is my freaking like what's one of my goddamn heroes. So she's great. Yeah, exactly. So like, give her a second, man. Give her, give her a little bit of a second here. Um, I am so excited for this. Okay, I thought they were gonna do Charlotte Lita because from the Rumble, I thought that that's what the tease. Like that's what I got from the Rumble that that was the tease. But I cannot tell you how excited I am for this. And to, like truth be told, like fangirl Denise, like if fangirl Denise was booking this, I would have Lita win. And I don't think she, I don't <laughs> expect her to win whatsoever. But fangirl me would definitely have. Lita win because I just think that 
this is very exciting for me. I can't tell you how excited I am about this. So like I reported that Lita had talks with AEW last year. Like part of me thinks, and this isn't a report, it's a hunch. Like, I wonder if she went to WWE and said, hey, guess who I've been talking to? And they said, let's do a new deal. Can you wrestle several times? And she's like, hell yeah, let's do it. Give me that money. And good for, I mean, if this payday is similar to what other Saudi paydays have been, good for Lita. Good for Lita. I ain't going to complain about her securing the bag. That's for damn sure. Um, I I hope this match is good. I want it to be good because Lita is, Lita was special when she was around. Like, and so much of her career was done after a broken neck. And we are like, we're almost two decades removed from her breaking her neck at that. So um, she's in there with one of the best possible people in Becky Lynch to do it with. So it just it feels like a big it. deal. Like to me, it feels it like a big deal, honestly. Like I just feel like, you know, I think it's one of those matches that you'd never thought you were actually going to see, like for women's wrestling. And the fact that we're actually getting it, like uh, I, I just, I'm looking forward to it. It feels special. It feels like a rare, you know, little opportunity. And I do hope that the match is good too, because I think, you know, Lita has such a good uh, reputation for what she did. And the last thing that you want is for people to be tainted with like a bad match. So you don't want that to happen. And I mean, I just feel like I hope that, I really hope that the match is good, especially because just the interaction between them, it legitimately felt like a big deal. Like you legitimately had two stars in that ring. You know, you have your, you know, your you, from the pat previous, you know, for the past year, I'd star with Lita, uh, somebody that just did so much. And then you have Becky Lynch, who like in her own way, also did so much for women's wrestling. So they both did something great for women's wrestling, but it was like, you know, different periods of time. So to me, it's just kind of cool to see them come together uh, during this. So this felt like a big deal. Like Becky Ronda to me was just like, whatever's all right, cool. Thumbs up. Uh, Becky Lita. I was like, all right, I'm marking now. I don't care what anyone says. And uh, Lita and Trish are two of those people. And they were able to bring back Trish to face Charlotte. And it was a big deal. They were a couple of those people that that overcame a lot of the dog shit booking of that era and became transcendent to where people who aren't wrestling fans now, a lot of them know who Lita and Trish Stratus are because they were fans or casual fans at that time. So I think it's good that they do this. If they're going to bring back all these male legends and people who... Goldberg... um, I'm glad they're bringing back people like Lita as well. There's, there's to me when I think of this match, I'm like, all right, I know that Lita can take the manhandle slam. Becky Lynch can do the armbar to anybody. I assume Lita can still do her moonsault. We know she can still do a twist of fate. She did that Lita Kenrana really well. They can play the hits and still have a fun match that will really appeal to the people that they want to appeal to. Because this doesn't, this doesn't need to be. 10, 15, 20 minutes or anything like that. They can have a really good, fun, special match that's going to make a lot of people happy and get the desired reaction. Exactly. And, and get the desired reaction. It's a, I'm stoked. It's okay to follow the Hogan rock route. It is, it is the template. You have the legendary guy that can't do that much and the younger person that, that can still do stuff. And quite frankly... I don't know what the hell Lita's capable of in the ring. Like, maybe she can do a lot more than what I'm anticipating. I'm basing this just off the other night. I think they can pull off something. It's just, uh, 
I hope it goes better than the Royal Rumble. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. KE775 says, good thing Becky Lynch's husband has a wrestling school. Hell of a place to be, too. Justin Smith says, Becky Lita is my biggest dream match ever. Congrats on the Bengals win. Sean, hi, Denise. That's, and that's why I think it's a good idea. Despite what I say about the performance in the Rumble match, I think this is a good idea to do because people give a shit, Denise. And people need to give a shit. Yeah, I agree. It's it's not every day that you just, you can't, like, there's things that you, like, force yourself, I think, sometimes to get excited about. There's things that you're like, ah, oh, that's cool. I'm looking forward to it. And then there's things where you're just like, oh, okay, we're getting down now. Yeah. Comrade says, just connected the dots that Lita and Lynch will be a women's match in Saudi Arabia. Is this progress? I mean, they've had women's matches there before. Dorian says, all due respect to Lita, but Asuka Bailey are badly needed if WWE have to bring out a part-timer because they can't build credible women. Uh, can't and won't are two different things. Yeah. Also, this goes for both the men and the women too. Like, yes, 100%. One of the most boring aspects, like here's the thing, like the Royal Rumble itself is like badly booked, right? But mm-hmm. at least there, like even the people that were coming out, there was like hardly nobody, like aside from your, like your Randys and your, your some other couple of people that got pops. Like so many people came out and you were just like, oh, it's that person. Why? Because they don't have stars. Yeah. For the dudes. Guys, we're heading down the home stretch. Get in your super chats below here on youtube.com slash fightful or get in your humper chats at humperchats.com. You can also leave those humper chats. If like maybe you're listening to the show on audio after the fact or on delay, you can leave a humper chat for an upcoming show. Just note uh, in the in the humper chat what you want to leave it for, et cetera, et cetera. Luis picks them up. He puts them on the back end. Uh, Jojo says, are fans tired of Becky? The lack of reaction she had, plus the heel turn. No one wants to see Charlotte versus Ronda if that happens. Read the room, WWE. Um, I think Becky, for the Ronda feud, will turn babyface again. I think whenever they they do Ronda and Becky, Ronda will say, I don't want to face big-time backs. I want to face the man. And then by then, I mean, right now, Ronda's still getting babyface pops. Whether No, no matter what the, the internet says. She's getting pops. Um, Becky, I don't think fans are getting tired of her. I think it'll be a case-to-case basis. It's a, it's more of like she's still a star, so you're going to get that reaction from crowds that are like, you know how you got to keep in mind, like a lot of these people still, you know, we're still getting, you know, first-time crowds since the COVID and the longest time that we didn't have, you know, crowds and whatnot. So a lot of these cities, I don't remember the cities, but like a lot of these cities are, you know, they're people that, are going to react and be like, oh shit, like it's Becky Lynch. But the character itself, I mean, once, you know, she kind of, once you kind of get reminded of like, oh, this is the Becky that we're getting, it's not necessarily too favorable. Uh, I'm warming up to it more and more each and every week, but it's still not something that I love. Deuce says, Lita's back for that Saudi payday, huh? Disappointing. Could have been a mania match if they played their cards right. To me, you got to see an established track record of Lita in the ring before you make something like that a WrestleMania match on that stage. Uh, We've got Riptide saying Ivory was Tina Ferrari versus Glow. Someone from Glow wrestled in 2022. 
I want to put this over. I loved the the ivory RTC thing. There are a lot of people that have no idea just how ungodly over the RTC was. Go back and watch some of that stuff. They were mega heels. I think they should have been pushed even more. I think they were great. Uh, here's an achievement that Ivory has that, that I really admire. First off, 60 years old doing a Rumble appearance. I know it was a comedy spot. I don't care. She still bumped to the outside. Denise, she has wrestled on pay-per-view in five different decades, dating back to the 1980s. And a lot of people are saying, oh, I didn't know that uh, that Glow had a pay-per-view. They didn't. She was on AWA back in the day uh, for a special pay-per-view. Then, of course, the 90s and 2000s in WWE. She had an appearance on a WWE, WWE pay-per-view in the 2010s, and then this. That is a very unique achievement. So, um, man, so happy to see her. Dude, when I found, I didn't know she was 60. Like, I legitimately had no idea. I swear, I thought she was like 40-something years old. Like, I <laughs> legitimately did not know she was 60 years old. And when I found out, I was like, the but her spot was hilarious and it added you yes. know i don't mind I, I don't mind having comedy spots in the rumble i enjoy them when they're executed well and i thought this one was executed very well and just kudos to her she looks amazing she was 40 in wwe in a time where quite frankly i, I don't want to say 40 year old women weren't welcome but they were rare and almost non-existent in wwe uh, i mean even a decade after ivory there would be a lot of women that would hit 30 and they'd be like, guess it's time to pack it up. Guess it's time to retire. And we're seeing a lot of them pop up now. Uh, Ivory is always has been a very special talent. So I was very happy to see her there. Trevor says, where does Bailey fit when she comes back? Um, Bailey can fit everywhere, anywhere. She's so good. She better get something good for WrestleMania. If it's her and Sasha teaming back up and getting the tag titles or something like that, I'm cool with that. If it's her versus Sasha, I'm cool with that. Uh, where do you think she fits? I would prefer out of those two options versus Sasha. I don't think I want to see the tag team stuff again because that went on for such a long time. Yeah. I would prefer sure. you know, them going up against each other. But then at the same time, we have seen that for quite a bit. Um, so it's just more of like, I think I would want Bailey and something new. But at the same time, it's got to be a big deal for WrestleMania. So seems like Sasha would be the best option because I can't think of anybody else. Trevor L. says, since when does Step Host not care about inches? They always do. Tommy Chong says, Step Host says it's not about the size, but the motion of the coasting. My God. JoJo says, I need Trish versus Sasha at Mania if she doesn't get a title match. Listen to the pop she got on SmackDown. She's over. She needs a Mania win. <sighs> Trish and Lita against Sasha and Bailey is not one that I would hate to see. Please, I would love that. Uh, I And also... I would honestly, I would kind of love to see Bella Twins, Divas of Doom, Trish and Lita, Sasha and Bailey tag team title situation would I'd be really cool. <laughs> Even like as a as a all the past meets the present type of thing. Uh, Nerd Guru says Bailey and Sasha versus Trish and Lita. Exactly. Braun Wagner says, "Do you think Priest will eventually get that main event push, or will he forever stay in the mid card?" I think if he gains enough of a following, they will deem it necessary to do that. But as of now, it's hard to say. I think he's capable of it because I think he's I think he's got it. WWE just won't employ it. Are we talking about Damien Priest? Yes. Oh, okay. I think he's he's 
good enough to where he I mean, I know he's good enough to do it. Um yep. somebody says, What about news on Sarah and Morgan? What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Dan the man says Denise is a legend. Well, there you go. Denise is a legend. Well, you know what else is a legend? NordVPN.com slash fightful. Use that code fightful, save 70% off and get one additional free month. You spend about the price of a cup of coffee a month and you end up saving yourself money. Also, guys, go to Fightful Overbooked. It's youtube.com slash fightful overbooked. Also, fightfuloverbooked.com. That is our new, uh, like sort of like an ESPN2 to our ESPN for Fightful. A lot of great shows, different things there, a different approach. Joel Pearl says, don't forget to subscribe. It's like ESPN2 or the Ocho, whichever you like better. Uh, they are on podcast platforms almost everywhere. We're working on getting them on Apple. So show them some love as well. There's a lot of great, talented people over there doing great things. Uh, we've got our clips channel at youtube.com slash Fightful Scraps. I am dropping my interview with Scotty Too Hottie that I filmed a while back tomorrow. Everybody else did some, but I got him for about an hour talking about a lot of great stuff, including a unique demand from Linda McMahon, of all people. Ooh. Denise, what do you got going on besides everything? Well, let me see. Um, honestly, the major thing that I want to honestly promote right now is just my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I am working so hard to try and get that to be something where I don't got to work one million places. I could maybe just work for me. So, Sean, your face was you, like. You, you, uh, <laughs> you could sell, listen, listen. You could also sell crack. Hear me oh, out. Oh, thanks. You crack. Great, viable option. Anyways, yeah. but. Seriously, um, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I am basically posting so much content up there. I got a lot of interviews. Uh, obviously, I did the Royal Rumble uh, post show with uh, Kate and Izzy, which was really fun. We did a prediction show as well. And I have just like tons of videos up there. And there's more to become that are coming soon. So please go there. Uh, I officially surpassed over 51,000 subscribers. So go there. And then uh, Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Oh, and guess what? I'm exploding again on TikTok. Ooh, yeah. I see you posting I, there more often. Yeah. I got like so many like hundreds of new followers. I don't even know why, but they went and they followed. So uh, it was one of those things where I posted like a ton of videos and then I woke up the next day and saw that they all did really well. And then I saw like I went up by like a couple hundreds of followers. So go to TikTok too. And then that's about it. That's all I've got. Guys, also FightfulMag.com. We got Dan Housen on the cover, articles on Dewdrop. We had EC3 and Nate Marquardt write for us, articles on Minoru Suzuki uh, Jake Paul, WCW, NWO, Revenge. There's so much stuff at Fightful. I'll be dropping, I think, my Liv Morgan interview later this week as well. But most importantly, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We break more pro wrestling news than anybody, more accurately than anybody as well. We've got exclusive news there every single day, and the next few days are going to have some juicy stuff in it. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Until next time, we're out.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.